Hi everyone and welcome to And That's My Two Cents podcast. I'm Catherine Tereski and today is Everyday Happiness, The Mind, Part 1, called Living Versus Thriving. So I wanted to share with you the information that I found in a magazine called The Complete Guide to Everyday Happiness. I had purchased this magazine back in the spring and finally found the time to read it. And as I was doing so, uh, I realized that this has some really good stuff in it. There's like three main parts with multiple parts within each. So the main topics are on the mind, uh, on the body, and the last section is on the spirit. So mind, body, spirit. Makes sense, right? The spirit section was my favorite. So I was going to do an episode on that when I realized that just because that was my favorite section of this magazine doesn't mean it would be everybody's and maybe just maybe the mind section might be somebody's favorite or the body um, you get where I'm going with this not everyone will have the same opinion as me as well on these so that's when I thought why don't I just do an episode on each one and then let the listeners decide which one they like the best and so here we are now I won't be going through or reading like every single section but I will touch on three articles within each section to ensure that I'm sharing enough but maybe not too much and becoming too boring. Therefore, this everyday happiness or these everyday happiness episodes, I should say, will span out over probably a total of nine episodes. So don't let that scare you. I think they will be helpful to anyone and interesting and possibly even enlightening. Okay, so for these episodes, I want to ensure that I do these justice. So I am not going to um, stray too far, I guess I should say, and just read to you the sections of it because of course I'm probably going to throw my two cents in here and there just sprinkling it in as I don't want to say too too much and influence any of it more so just letting you make your own opinions on what these articles say and yes 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 I know in so many past episodes I have said it's not story time with Catherine but you know what for these next many episodes uh, I it kind of is so enjoy hey maybe even listen to these at night when you go to bed as uh, like a bedtime story just an idea but that's because I have to listen to things like that thanks to my insomnia but hey if you listen to my insomnia episode you would understand but yes story time it is so here it goes everyday happiness the mind living versus thriving part one Do you feel like something's missing in your life? You get up, go to work, exercise, spend time with friends or family, take care of the house, but it just feels like you're throwing darts and missing the bullseye day in and day out. Every once in a while, you feel that flow, that energy that makes you go, this is it, but then it's gone again. Is this really it, you wonder? Of course, most of us could do more to eke out extra productivity from every day, but thriving in life goes beyond getting more tasks checked off your to-do list. Good to know for me because I'm all about checklists and to-do lists and checking things off. I will continue. It's about figuring out who you are and what makes you tick in life. Gardening, dominating your competitors, raising your kids, having time to write poetry, spending time in nature, and trying to do more of that. It has nothing to do with what you see on Instagram for the record. Some of my clients are looking to lose weight while others are looking to find God and everything in between, but it's really about the pursuit of a better quality of life and whatever that entails, says certified health coach Kathy Sisson-Cross, owner of Thrive Health Coaching in Bermuda Dunes, California. She works with people trying to find that thriving sweet spot. In her practice, she believes the pillars for living well are movement, nourishment, and serenity. If you can do these, I can almost guarantee the quality of your life will improve. To help you try to figure out where you might be 
lacking in life, that course correction that will make everything click, we're introducing you to a simple exercise called the Wheel of Life. It allows you to visualize exactly what you want in life and see how you're doing in relation to the other things you want. You can dive deep or start with the basics. While the wheel can give you a big picture idea of where you stand, it's not about maximizing the whole wheel. I recommend you find the segments that feed you the most, says Sisson Cross. Your ducks don't have to be in a row all the time. Another thing I can take from this and learn, not having to have my ducks in a row all the time. Totally guilty of that. Okay. Then keep reading to discover more about how to establish sticky health habits. Find your purpose while eating well and staying active are so key to thriving. How to boost your brain health, exploring spirituality, resilience and optimism, setting boundaries to protect your time and mental health and more. It's all designed to help you extract a little more meaning out of your days and years. So that was the beginning to this one and that was by Janet Lee, I should probably mention. It also says here on the page that there's a big difference between the two, living versus thriving and um, that this little uh, article is how you can close the gap. It also says that taking over that corner office is no longer the measure of a life well lived and that success comes in many shapes. Now this section of living versus thriving is called a journey of self-discovery. So beyond making resolutions, pausing to assess your values, priorities, and overall balance can enhance your happiness and satisfaction. And that was by Aileen Donahue Robinson, PhD, and Keith Harari, PhD. The Wheel of Life exercise compares different aspects of your life experience to explore which areas bring you the most satisfaction and which have room for improvement. First developed by Paul J. Meyer in the 1960s, the wheel promotes a simple idea that people feel healthiest and happiest when their lives are in balance. Set aside an hour to really reflect on this exercise and give it the time it deserves, perhaps on a weekend when your mind is fresh. So in this area, it has a picture of this wheel of life that it is referring to. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to find that somewhere on the internet and I'm going to link that uh, in the show notes. So if you do want to do this exercise, then you can certainly go ahead and do that. It also says to divide your pie. So to start, we labeled the wheel segments with eight areas that are important in many people's lives, family, work and career, love and partnership, personal growth, creativity, and generativity. I have to admit, I have not heard that word before. Providing something of lasting value to your community, I guess is what that means. Obviously not the only person that hasn't heard of that because they had to um, put the definition in brackets. But anyhow, money and finance, fun and friendships, and health and wellness. We chose some areas at the forefront of people's thoughts like work, finances, and family life, but also included areas that people value but might not think about daily like generativity, of course I didn't think about that daily, I didn't know what it was, (laughs) and personal growth. Feel free to cross out any label and replace it with something more meaningful in your life context like competitive sports, intellectual challenges, or spirituality. And you don't have to have eight slices. If you only have four or six, that's fine too. And if you want to make some slices smaller to reflect the amount of time they take up or that you're willing to give them in your life, that's fine too. Once you've settled on your wheel slices, choose where to start. What are your goals in this area of your life? Are you making satisfactory progress? Does it bring you joy, accomplishment, or inner peace? Do you enjoy the people you spend time with? Do you like who you are when you're with them? Decide how satisfied you feel overall in this part of your life. Circle a number between one, which is very unsatisfied, and seven, fully satisfied, that reflects your level 
of contentment in the corresponding slice of the pie. Repeat this process, reflecting on each area. When you've finished, sketch a line around the inside of the wheel to connect the numbers. The result should look like a spider web. And then of course in the magazine there's a couple little blurbs on these pages that says it's not about acing every area. It also says do the people you spend time with lift you up or bring you down. And it says one study done at the University of California, Davis found that couples heartbeats synchronized when they're close together. Once you've done that exercise it goes on to say what shape is your web? So you should look at the shape you've created. Does it look balanced or lopsided? Are some areas more satisfying than others? If you adjusted the width of the slices to reflect the amount of time you spend in each area, is your time rewarded by fulfillment and success or are you investing deeply but still feeling frustrated? Think about areas you would like to devote more time to. Do you feel content or do you feel cheated? Identify any areas that need improvement. Some people are unhappy when they feel life is out of balance. Others can be happy as long as the most important areas are going well. If there are areas you want to improve, think about what brings you joy in that realm and how to enhance it. Then consider specific frustrations and ways to limit their impact. If you have areas showing room for improvement, you're not alone. Throughout this issue, you'll find techniques to meet particular challenges from eating and exercise to social relationships, spirituality, mindfulness, and personal growth. For universal strategies to enhance any part of your life, consider purpose, authenticity, and social connection. Research shows that people are most satisfied when they feel they are leading meaningful lives. To gain a greater sense of purpose, try setting both short-term and long-term goals. Goals you can attain in a day or week yield a sense of accomplishment and boost self-esteem. More ambitious goals inspire you to dream and build upon your talents and abilities. Looking beyond material needs towards personal or spiritual growth can provide a powerful sense of purpose. Authenticity is another secret to life satisfaction. We feel happiest when we can express who we are and where the things we are asked to do are consistent with our values. But sometimes we must go along to get along. If there are important parts of yourself you must stifle at work or with your in-laws, celebrate those parts elsewhere. Spend time with those who appreciate you for who you are. Take time to be creative, to express yourself in hobbies, or sing in the car at the top of your lungs. For many people, the ultimate key to balance and satisfaction is love and connection to others. Affectionate touch triggers hormones that help us feel safe and secure. Nurturing relationships, both intimate and casual, provide a sense of belonging and a support network you can count on. Draw strength from the love of others and enrich one another by giving back. Many people find the wheel of life raises more questions than it answers, and that's the point. To tease apart each area even more, try completing the sunburst of life. Now there's another wheel here called the sunburst of life on this page. So of course, I'm going to try and find that on the internet and link that in the show notes as well with the regular wheel of life that we discussed earlier. While the wheel focuses on your overall satisfaction, the sunburst acts like a prism, splitting satisfaction into its component elements and evaluating those three keys to thriving, which are purpose, authenticity, and social connection. Do you feel a great sense of purpose in everything you do, in nothing you do, or only in certain areas of your life? Does your work make or have the potential to make a difference in people's lives, or do you show up only for the paycheck? Do the things you do for friends and family matter to you, or do they mostly feel like chores? When it comes to authenticity, some people are made miserable by having to be someone they're not, even in just one area of life. Other people are happy to play a role if they have another outlet for expressing their true selves. Would finding more ways to be authentic help you 
you feel happier? Are you happy with the face you're presenting to the world? So now after reading that, like totally guilty of trying to pretend you're somebody who you're not in my past, but then I know I'm not the only one, obviously, or they wouldn't be writing about it. But hey, yeah, sometimes you just put on that happy face when things were really, really bad. And, and that's a very difficult thing to do. And it's very draining, I found. So anyhow, it's kind of nice how nowadays it's okay to not be okay. Whereas, you know, like 30 years ago, in my mind, it was always like this sign of weakness or, you know, you didn't want to bother other people with your problems, that sort of thing. But again, it's okay to not be okay. And you don't have to pretend that everything is fine when it's not. It's just nice to know that, you know, you're not alone in some of those situations. Okay, so back to it. Some people only feel satisfied when their social connections are deep and genuine, while others are happy keeping people at a distance, at least in some areas of their lives. The sunburst invites you to explore the depth of social connection you feel in different zones of your life and reflect on particular areas where you would like to connect more deeply with others. No one else can say what a perfect life would look like for you, but taking the time to imagine it is the first step to achieving it. Kind of ties into that whole uh, law of attraction thing that I did a couple episodes on, right? So it's really talking about visualizing it before you can actually achieve it or accomplish it or whatever that is or bringing it into your reality is what I like to say. Okay, one last little section here. It's called Shining Bright. It says, after completing the wheel, now this is the sunburst of life wheel we're talking about, the sunburst is easy. You'll create three webs on the same picture, reflecting areas in which you feel most and least satisfied in different ways. Use three different colors. So you can use red, blue, green, whatever to make the lines, to make interpreting your results easier. Draw each line. Oh, and by the way, love color coding. So I, I would totally be doing three different colors. So I strongly recommend that you use different colors just to make it easier. And it looks so much nicer. Okay, anyhow, draw each line the same length to the outer edge of the circle in each category. Then along the red line, rate your sense of purpose in each category by marking along it. Near the center for pointlessness or toward the edge for greater purpose. Connect the marks to make a sense of purpose web. Make an authenticity web with the blue line. Mark the line near the center if you rarely express your true self in this category or towards the edge if you express yourself authentically. Draw your web. Now make a social connections web by marking along the green line in each area toward the center if you're feeling less attached or the outside for feeling more attached to others. Then connect the dots. Finally, compare your strongest and weakest areas for each area of the circle. Note any Anything you want to change, such as the social connections you forged at work or your sense of purpose in regard to your personal growth. Okay, after reading that, I don't know that I fully understood exactly what they were asking me to do there, but because I can see the picture now, it kind of makes sense to me. So again, I'm going to have to link that picture if this is um, an exercise that you want to try. So I'm going to find something and uh, hey, maybe it'll even have the instructions along with it to make it a little bit easier for everybody. Or maybe totally understood that and it's just me and I didn't get it after reading it but hey that's okay too go forth and uh, just go to it if that's what you want now having said that I have as soon as I'm finished recording this podcast episode I am definitely going to go get my colored pencils and map out my web on those wheels um, I know that when I go back and I read it carefully and slowly and start actually doing the exercise I will understand it and I will pick it up sort of made sense to me but again I feel like I just need to uh, actually do the exercise so thank you so much for 
for listening to this. And that's the end of this part one of the mind. So now that you've listened to this part one, you have to come back for part two and three and four and five and six and so on, right? You can't just start with part one of the mind and then not listen to part two and three. Or can you? Like, I don't know if you're like me, I certainly can't. If I'm going to start something, I'm going to go through it and I'm going to go through it chronologically. I'm going to go to part one and then I'm going to listen to part two and then I'm going to listen to part three. I'm not going to listen to part one, then jump to part three, then go back to two. Can't do it. But hey, that's me. My uh, mild OCD is shining through there. But yes, I have to definitely go through it. If I'm going to start something, I'm going to finish it and I'm going to do it, you know, from left to right, that sort of thing. But anyhow, if you want to listen to this one and then listen to three later and jump back to two, I mean, by all means, everyone is different. And I understand that. I'm just saying that personally, that would make me crazy. But hey, it's okay too. And I hope you'll find these next series of episodes helpful or informative. It's of course not meant to be medical treatment plan of any kind or medical advice. So be sure to check with your family physician or mental wellness expert if needed. I have made a note in the show notes, of course, on the magazine as well. So if you want to find it uh, somewhere, you'll know which one I have shared with you. And of course, there are more articles than what I'm sharing in these series. So feel free to check it out. It's likely available online somewhere, but I prefer a book in hand over reading things on the internet so I have the actual physical magazine but again you know getting old and I still like that old school kind of way of reading and learning now time for the usual reminders download the episode share it and of course follow me on Instagram at and that's my two cents so the next episode on the mind will be part two and yeah it's gonna be on finding your purpose so don't miss it bye